All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. Okay, Jack. All right. First of all, you guys, let me just say I have been so looking forward to this podcast episode because my guest, Jack Fanick, just had the most iconic wedding. She documented everything. Like I already like every time I've met you, I adore you and I love you. And it was so cool to follow along your all of your wedding adventures that I just wanted to do a wedding themed podcast with you and just like give all of the the brides, the future brides, anyone who who's planning wedding grooms, if there are any grooms listening right now, like I want to give them all the tips. I want to debate some things. I want to I have questions for you. I mean, like, okay, so you just got married in September. I just got married in September. Well, I feel like we're like kindred spirits because our weddings were kind of similar, but different in a lot of ways. But like the European wedding is like a whole fucking thing. First of all, it's the way to go. It is the the way to go. It's the way to go. How big was your wedding? Like how many people were there? So there were 56 guests. How big was yours? Mm -hmm like 33 guests. Oh my God, even better. Yeah. So this is the thing. That's what I tell people. I'm like, you guys, small weddings. I enjoyed every second of my wedding because there was not a moment that I felt like, oh, I need to go talk to this person. I haven't spoken to this person yet. Or I, I just chilled. Well, we thought that ours was going to be smaller. I think that we invited 80 people. Like my friend group is very small and I have a very like hard cutoff. I don't have any acquaintances. I don't have yeah. any work friends other than like Kelsey and Becca. Like other I love than that, that for I'm, you. Like, no office people, no like mom's friends, like nobody. So it was like my 10 best friends, their partners and some family. But we thought that there are going to be more people that weren't going to make it. But like way too many people did. I mean, I'm so glad that they did. Yeah. But we thought it was going to end up being like 35, 40 people. But it was great. I mean, we had like a three-day sort of a thing. I don't know if you guys did that. Did you do that? We did a two-day thing that ended up like and accidentally had a third day that was oh, not planned. Yeah. Was it the day after was the third day? Yes. I mean, you so, need that day. You need like the recovery day, especially if like everybody is traveling halfway across the world for your wedding. Totally. So, okay. If, if if there are people listening that do not follow you, follow her now and like go literally go back, like go back in her Instagram for like, because you have been documenting this like ever since you got engaged. You got engaged when? Um, in August of 2021. It's been a journey. Oh my God. So two years. Well, we did of documenting it. Okay. So we were engaged right? for two years, but we took a year to just be engaged. And it was also when COVID was a little bit like it came yeah. back a little bit. And I'm like, I don't want to get married during COVID. So we kind of like let ourselves be engaged. My husband is a musician, so he's traveling all over the place all the time. So yeah. we just wanted to like live in that moment for a year. And then after a year, I was like, okay, I'm going to start being serious about this, looking for venues and doing the whole thing. And then it literally took over my life for a full year, which well, I'm no, sure like, it did for yours. Well, it actually didn't really take over my life. Really? It, it, it like it really didn't because oh, uh, we had been planning like a bigger version of what we ended up having yeah. when I was on Vanderpump Rules. So once like I was no longer on Vanderpump Rules and I could just plan the wedding the way that I would do it without like the TV cameras and all that, having to consider all of the other factors. Yeah. I was just so thankful to be like done with COVID to be able to like get to Italy that I didn't care. I didn't care about the plates. I didn't care about like, I, I, I didn't care about anything because I just wanted to make it there. I just wanted to get there. 
I mean, that's probably a good like space and time for it too, because it's like everything was so shitty with COVID. We didn't even know if we'd be able to do anything. So you're like, just to have a yeah. wedding. I'm like, yeah, who cares what goes on? Totally. But now looking back on it, I totally wish that I would have done what you did. Like, I wish I would have documented everything. I wish I would have, you know, wedding influencers are the new fashion bloggers. Oh, I know. It was well, that's why I was like, I'm getting in here. I'm making that wedding influencer money. <laughs> like, no, you you were you did an exceptional job. I mean, you guys, like, if you go back in her Instagram, she documented like every wedding dress try on, like every like I feel like cake tasting, like anything that involved planning this wedding, the bachelorette, all of it, like it was there. It's there. Like it's basically a step by step on how to plan a wedding. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm also I'm like a perfectionist and I'm a creative. So I had to do everything myself. Like I could not delegate at all. So I'm like, if this is taking over my life and it's the only thing I'm doing, I guess I'm going to document it and try to make some money to try to pay for the fucking wedding. <laughs> so smart. Um, how did you land on France? So you got married at a chateau in France. Yes. Okay. So it's called... Um, Chateau Varennes and it was like a big rigmarole. I mean, I looked everywhere. I started in America. America is so expensive, even like yeah. in Ohio, like it is insanely expensive. Can I just like, can I stop just say something too? Like, because yeah. we might sound a little bratty and privileged to be like, oh yeah, totally recommend getting married in Europe, you guys. Yeah. Destination wedding. It is sometimes cheaper Oh, than so if you cheaper. were to just plan a wedding in in your town like it's it actually can be cheaper so this isn't like don't feel turned off by what we're saying right now no I mean for what we paid for three days of renting out the entire chateau all of the like the everything all inclusive was less than it would have been to rent out a place for five hours like in California like it how was fucking insane. crazy is that it's How insane. crazy is that? Well, Europe like doesn't have like the wedding tax. Like they actually don't hike up prices like the US does for everything. So, but that's the reason why I started looking outside of the country. And I looked in Mexico first. Mexico is just as expensive as the States. Like yeah. they caught on. They like yes. know how to like <laughs> hike up the prices. And then I started looking in Europe because people had recommended, you know, Europe doesn't do that. Like they just kind of treat it as a, a big party basically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, I mean, I looked everywhere. I was like, looking at places in Greece and in Italy. And I finally kind of like started with France. Jared and I had gone there the year before we went to the South of France and fell in love with it. So I was like, we have like a connection to France already. So it kind of made sense. And then my mom and I went over there and looked at a few chateaus and landed on that one. But it was a a whole journey. There are so many times that I'm like, I'm never going to find a venue. Like it's such a daunting process. No, it is. And I'm like shocked that like you went from Mexico to France. Like that's too complicated. Completely different vibes. Like I at least like I always knew I want to be in some sort of old villa, chateau, estate. What country that is, I'm not sure yet. But like I don't like sweating. I don't like the beach. I don't like to be hot. That's never going to be me. So like I at least I I had that that specific direction. Like to go between like, am I a beach girly? Or am I a chateau girly? That's well, pretty extreme. <laughs> I am a beach girly. And that's like, I mean, I never thought about my wedding growing up. I wasn't one of those girls being like, it's, it's going to be this and we're going to be here. But I love the beach. I I'm, live in Orange County or my parents live in Orange County, grew up in Orange County. I've always been a beach girl. My husband is not. He also sweats when it's 60 degrees. Like he needs to <laughs> yeah. be in like frigid temperatures. Um, so I wanted to do Mexico, but between their like rainy season and then they have this like stinky seaweed season. There's only like a I've small, heard of that. it's called like, I don't know what it, I've, 
forget the name of it, but it makes everything like stink and it comes up on the, like on all of the sands. So you can't even get married on the sand. So I was like, there's like a one month period. Everything is booked out for years. So I was like, I, I got to try something else. So I'm glad I did. I mean, it was really, it, it was its own special thing. I actually can't imagine what it would have been like in Mexico at this point. Okay. So how, when you went into like finding your dress, yeah. How many dresses did you try on? So I tried on 141. You're fucking insane. No, no, like real talk. You're in, you're actually an insane person. I know. No, I know. I knew when I was doing it, I'm like, I can't, I can't help myself. I have like undiagnosed OCD and I'm like, I need to try on every single dress to make sure I didn't miss one. Like, that's what I had to do. I went everywhere. I tried on everything. Cause I'm like, it's going to be the one that I don't try on. Okay. So you and I have two complete, had two completely different ways of finding our dresses. So you didn't have an idea of, did like, did you do a Pinterest board? Were you like, this is my inspo. I think I'm going to want to do, let's say like ball gown or like, did you have an idea of what you wanted? Well, I did. There was this, uh, not Colt guy, wrong brand, um, Galia Lahav dress that I was obsessed with. It was a long bell sleeve dress, fitted, kind of flare to the bottom. It kind of looked like an Elvira dress, but white. Like if it was black, it would be like perfect. Um, and I, that was the dress that I thought was going to be the one. And I went to go try it on and I'm like, it's beautiful, but it doesn't feel like a wedding dress. So then I had to kind of figure out what I actually felt like a bride in versus something that I could like wear to an event. Not that I go to any like fancy events, but that's kind of what that felt like. And I think I tried on your dress. Where's your dress from? Galia Lahav. Both oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I definitely did. And it was one of my favorites, but... <laughs> It took me a while to like try on all these different dresses because what I ended up with is something that I never thought I would have liked. I don't like... Well, it was stunning. First of all, stunning. Stunning. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I didn't want strapless and I didn't really want like a big gown to begin with. But then the more I tried them on, I'm like, I actually feel like a bride in this. Like it's mm-hmm. dramatic and it's not just like... I don't know. Some of the other ones just felt a little bit too like fashiony, I guess, for me. I t- no, I totally agree. Because when I first, when I got engaged, I obviously, I, I went and did my Pinterest thing. You know, yeah, I had pinned you. a bunch of stuff. And most of the things that I had pinned were like, they weren't ball gown. They were like satin str- or, or silk and structured. Yeah. And then when I, w- I, I came across this one photo of the Galia, Galia Lahav dress that was similar to the one that I ended up like wearing. And I went to go try on the Galia Lahav dress and I looked it just did not look good on my body. Yeah. And so luckily when I got there, they were able to, you know, mix different dresses together to make one that looks like it, but that actually worked with my body and the color that I want and like the lace that I want and all that stuff. Yeah. But I completely agree with you. When I tried on a, the slinky dress, I did not feel like a bride. And I'm like, oh my God, am I a ball gown bride? I know. Am I going to be a ball gown bride? You guys, you, you might not think that you're a ball gown bride. You might think I don't want a princessy moment. It's like, so I I don't know. That's not me. But when you try on the ball gown, there's something that ignites in you. Truly. It's like a special moment. It's, it's when else are you going to have, be able to wear a ball gown? That's what I'm saying. It's like a once in a lifetime, hopefully, like experience that you're going to have. So I was like, I need to feel like I want to feel like a real bride. And like everybody is different. I just helped my friend pick out a gown and it was, it wasn't a Vivian Westwood gown, but it was like very Vivian Vivian Westwood Westwood 
which I tried on and I freaking love. But again, I'm like, I feel like a statue Mm -hmm. and I love that. But like, this doesn't feel bridal enough for me, especially once I picked my venue and I'm like, I'm going to be in a chateau. I need like a, you need something that I can like run in and like have flop around and stuff. But I ended up, mine wasn't like a ball gown. It was an A-line. So I got like the ball gown, the drama, because the train was like 30 feet long. But I also just like, it felt like it like laid very nicely on me. Yes. Yeah, sorry. I, I didn't mean to say ball. To me, I like just say they're ball gowns because they have like a full skirt. I know they're yeah. technically not like I don't think mine was technically a ball gown either. I no, think it, it was wasn't. more. Yeah, it's more yeah. A-line. <laughs> but I just the fact that it was like poofy. That's yes. what I mean. I need to get my bridal shit together. I mean, I, I just, only know because I have been to way too many bridal salons. <laughs> but I, I don't understand, though, like after trying that many dresses, like how you were able to actually just decide because I I once I tried on the dress, you that's knew? it. I know. I was like, I'm not going to confuse myself. I didn't go anywhere else. I went to that one fitting, tried on like a a, ta- a more structured dress, then tried on the one that I got where they put together everything. And I'm like, I'm not yeah. going to second guess myself. I, I'm not going to torture myself. I love it. I feel like if I go anywhere else and try on one, uh, try on something else, I will start being like, but maybe I want yes. this. And I don't, I don't want to, I don't want that. I don't want that. That's exactly what I did. I am such a masochist <laughs> and I just tortured myself forever. I think I tried that gown on in January of the year that I got it and I, picked it maybe in April, but it was, it was one of those things that I tried it on. I loved it. It was so expensive. I bought the sample off of like at the store. So I didn't think I could do that. I didn't think I could afford the dress at all. So I tried it on. I'm like, that's so gorgeous. And then I would just compare every dress to that after that. And that's how I knew that was the one. Cause I kept going back to it. And I kept like, if only this dress, like I loved my dress had a, like a V waist, like a drop V waist on it. And that's Mm -hmm. what I loved so much about it that I could not find literally anywhere else and there were other gowns like tried to do it but it wasn't like the way that I liked so I finally was just like okay this is the dress I'm like I I can't stop thinking about it I'm dreaming about it at this point but like again my mind I'm like I need to torture myself for a little bit before I can like make the decision I think that like a a really good piece of advice because you mentioned when you like picked your venue then your dress had to match the venue that's something that like brides need to know like right when they start planning like you if you want this like extravagant giant dress, you need to find a venue then that fits it or vice versa. Like you, you, you can't have this heavy material, let's just say like satin, like ball gown on a beach. You can't have that. So like, you need to make sure the gown fits the location. Well, and that's what I liked. I started trying on gowns like in right when I first got engaged. Just I went to like two appointments because I was like so excited to try on wedding gowns. Yeah. And I thought that was good just to kind of feel like, what do I feel good in? Like, do I mm-hmm. actually like that? Like a long sleeved or I'm going to try on this weird ball gown that I would never like. But then I put it on my body and I do like it. Like there it was a lot of like trial and error to see what I actually liked. And it was completely different than I thought. So I think that that's like a great place to start, even if you don't have your venue and you don't know what the vibe is. But it's like, what kind of dress, like, shape am I looking for? That's really good advice. Totally. And the day before your wedding. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, that was the moment. That was the moment. (laughs) You, I love when someone commits to a look. I love it. You totally fucking committed. You guys, she had a hat that matched this. It it wasn't feathers. What was it? It's like, what was... was it was, it was feathers. feathers. Yeah, the whole dress. So it was by a designer, Tal Ketum, And I actually met her. I flew to New York to go to her uh, showroom because they were doing like a couple day showroom. And I'm like, I love her dresses so much. I flew there. I met her. She's amazing. I tried on literally every single one of her gowns, basically. And they're all very like 
fashion forward, mm-hmm. but like bridal, like it, it, like it definitely, you know, combines the two where it doesn't just feel like a dress you could wear anywhere else. But I saw that dress. I was obsessed with feathers. My ideal dress was the one that I had, but like feathers okay. like for my ceremony. But I was like, okay, I can actually separate what I'm looking for and like have one in one look and have one in another look. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I did with that. So I found that feather gown. It has a super high slit, which I love. It has the hat. It is the moment. Like I almost love that one better than the ceremony gown because it was just like I felt like that dress was more me like that dress is how I feel on the inside I guess that's how I view that's how I view you based on like everything that I see you post based yeah. on like your your fashion your clothes I think that your your actual wedding dress was way more romantic and yes. um uh, what's the word like yeah like fairy taleish than I would have guessed that you would choose well that's what Kelsey and Becca were like you're gonna wear a crop top to your wedding and I was like I, I was almost <laughs> going to but I was like I actually once I kind of got going like I also thought my wedding was gonna be completely like untraditional and we ended up going like kind of in the middle so I was like mm-hmm. okay I don't have to do everything like anti-wedding like I can have these moments that feel very traditional in a sense but do them my way so that's how I went with that dress but I was like but I need a moment for the fashion and I need a mm-hmm. moment for the feather I was like I'm not gonna finish this wed- wedding without having a feather moment so I loved it I mean I dream about the pictures were like incredible too uh, oh no 100 percent uh we have been or at least like I had been conditioned growing up to think that I like would have to exfoliate my face in such this extreme harsh way, like once a week or every two weeks or once a month. Like it was this like this experience to exfoliate your skin and be really rough about it. That is not true. So what I've learned over the last couple of years is you should be gently exfoliating your face daily. So I want to talk about Dermalogica, which has been around since 1986. I mean, this skincare brand is like one of the top skincare brands ever. Okay. Tried and true, like tested. Everyone knows about it. Like this company is like the gold standard when it comes to skincare. So I've been using for a while now the daily microfoliant and it's so gentle. Okay, let me explain like how it works. It's just activated with water and it's a rice-based powder exfoliant. So it just gently polishes and like removes your debris for smoother, brighter skin. And you can use it with you should daily. So like long gone are the days where it's like, oh my gosh, I need to be so extreme about exfoliating my skin like once a week. No, you should be doing it gently every single day. Like that's how we keep our skin looking smoother. It's like how we reduce blackheads. It's like how we brighten our skin. You don't need to be like so extreme about things. Just do it gently every single day. So if you want to try out the daily microfoliant, visit Dermalogica.com for more information and a free gift with a $20 plus purchase at checkout. That's Dermalogica.com for more information and a free gift with a $20 plus purchase at checkout. Oh, the struggle of getting your baby to sleep through the night is so real. Just when your baby starts sleeping through the night, oh, a regression. Oh, you need to unswaddle it and change into like something new. Oh, there's there's always something new. But I will never forget when Hartford was a baby and she was out of the swaddle, like we weren't swaddling her anymore. And it was so hard to get her to like, again, it was like she was relearning to sleep through the night. We finally tried the dreamland waited 
um, sleep sack. And that was just a full blown game changer. So if you are finding yourself in a position where your baby is not sleeping through the night or you you need your baby just to sleep a little longer, I'm going to need you to try the Dreamland weighted sleep sack, you guys. It is so soft. Yes, so it's it's slightly weighted. The way that this this company was created is that there was this mom who her baby wasn't sleeping through the night and uh, she put on a weighted blanket over her baby and it was just like transformative. So then she thought, okay, like we need to come up with some sort of sleep sack situation to help babies that need to feel a little bit of weight so they're not like like jolting and like waking themselves up like with their hands or their arms. I love this sleep sack because first of all, it's super soft. It's made with like really high quality materials. So like with every wash, it gets even softer. And also they have a two way zipper. <gasps> Thank the Lord. Okay. Because there is nothing worse than having to change your baby in the middle of the night and the zipper only goes down. And so you have to take it off and then put it back in. That is the worst. No, you can keep the weighted sleep sleep sack on and change your baby comfortably. I am just seriously looking forward to the day when we stop swaddling Messer, like when he's out of that phase and I can just switch over to the dreamland sleep sack because I am ready to stop the swaddling. Um, and right now, if you go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code Stasi at checkout, you can receive 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. This offer is for new and existing customers. So go to dreamlandbabyco.com and enter my code Stasi checkout and receive 20% off site-wide plus free shipping. Did you ha change into another dress at your wedding or did you wear your wedding dress the whole time? No, I had a reception look, but I changed into it so late that I got no pictures in it. And I had to do like a separate photo shoot when I got back. I made my husband take pictures of me in it. Hey, I don't was, think I saw those. It I was a gifted. I, I haven't posted them yet because I, I haven't had time. <laughs> I'm like, there's so much wedding content. I'm like, I know I'm annoying people like all the no, time. No, I it. love wedding content. I love you're, it. You're like one of the only, no, I guess like some people do, but like I got so much shit from some of my friends. They're like, anything else going on in your life? I'm like, no, there's actually not. <laughs> I'm sitting on my couch doing nothing. Well, see, I would say like a, a piece of advice that I, I wanted to have two wedding dresses. Like I wanted to have my main one and then change into one in the reception. And then I realized I loved both dresses so much that I'm like, no, I'm just going to use one for the rehearsal dinner welcome party. And like, I want to spend the whole entire night in my wedding dress. Like it deserves, they both deserve the whole night. It's so true, especially with a reception dress. Like, I think you don't realize how short weddings are until yeah. having your own. Cause when you're a guest, it's just like whatever. But I was like, it's already time to change into it. I'm like, and it's already late. And also yeah. like, now I'm too drunk to even like remember to get pretty pictures in this. Like, I totally yes. agree. I don't think that you, I mean, there's so much pressure just on brides to do all these different things, especially like in 2023 that it's like, you don't have to do, you don't have to do it all. No, like I there, agree. There's so many moments that you can like have the looks and stuff, but it's like expensive and you don't need to because you're going to have two hours in that dress. Yeah, you're not you're not going to want to change out of your wedding dress. Like you're going to want to stay in that shit all day, night long. You're going to wish you can put it back on the next day. Like I know. I like I remember being at my wedding and being like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I thought I was going to change. Like I love this dress so much. Like I never want to fucking take it off." So you didn't have a reception like look at all even like ready to go. You're just like you committed. No, I fully committed. I wish the thing that I wish I did was I, I don't know if I fully wish this. Okay. Your pictures are so amazing. 
I do have a lot of great photos, Mm -hmm. but most of them are from the day before when we like committed to like photo shoot. That is how I feel too. I didn't commit on the day of my wedding to photo shoot because I actually don't like photo shoots. I think they're boring and time consuming. And like every time I've ever done a photo shoot, people are always surprised by how quick I am. I'm like, we we got it. Like we, I'm sure we 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 have it. We got it. Like I don't find it fun to do a photo shoot. So on the day of my wedding, I'm like, I'm sure we got something. I'm sure we got something. I just didn't care. And now I kind of maybe wish I cared a little more. This is about exactly the photo shoot. what this is what happened to me too. And that's why I think the photos from the night before are so amazing. Cause we're like, well, I was also both of me and Jared both had like full on meltdowns that night. So I'm actually shocked at how beautiful Wait, the pictures are over what just like stress. Like yep. it was just like a melt. And like, there's just a lot of shit going on that we both just like the night, like right before we went to bed, we had this like blowout meltdown and it was, and we don't get in fights. Jared and I literally do not fight like at all, but it was just so much like kinetic it's, energy building up. It's so stressful. I don't even, it's like, I don't even, there was not one thing that happened. It was just like a buildup and we had to release yeah. it. And then the next morning we both woke up feeling like, I mean, we resolved it, but woke up feeling amazing. But I'm like, I needed to get that out. Like totally. I was just on the brink of crying every second that night, like leading up to it. So it was nice to like release it. Oh my gosh. See, I just cared. That, so I cared too you much. Cared too, you cared too much. I, I, I did. I think that's it. I think that's it because everybody who came to my wedding and like my like hairstylist, who's my friend and all that, they were like, you were quite literally the chillest bride we've ever seen. And I don't think people would expect that from me. Yeah, no. But I just, because again, we were coming out of COVID and had You're like happy two, to be there. <laughs> I was just so happy to fucking be there that like, I just didn't give a fuck. <laughs> I know. Well, that is my biggest downfall is like, I cared too much. And that's like my biggest downfall in life about the things I care about. Cause I don't care about much. Like I could give a fuck about most <laughs> things in life, but when I'm locked in, I'm locked in. And I made that like my life's work. So when things like, you know, it's, it's it's this whole thing. Um, what the hell is it called? Perfect moment syndrome. It's like you create this idea in your head of how is something something is supposed to be. And for a wedding, you're creating that for could mm-hmm. be years. You know what I mean? So there's this idea of how I thought that things would go that once things kind of start falling off the rails, which they do because we're human and it's a totally. wedding and things go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's when I would like start to spiral. Cause I'm like, I get one shot, like it's fleeting. Like if this isn't perfect, I'm going to miss it and I won't document it. But like I spent so much time, like painstakingly like designing these things. And like some of them didn't even get put out, but like I cared too much. And like, that would be my like one piece of advice is, don't care as much as I, I do. Lo- I love that advice. I also, I wonder how you feel about my piece of advice that I would give people. What? Be selfish. Mm, like oh, yeah. when it came to everything, the guest list, uh, like where we were going, like for, for or just like transportation, like any, anything. Like, oh yeah. All I thought about was myself and my husband. Like I was like, I don't care if like these people don't get along or I don't care if these people aren't invited and they get their feelings hurt. Like I don't give a fuck. Like I don't care if like people are having a good time. Like this is about me and Bo. People ended up having a great time, but I just didn't. Because you were. 
And because like you created, this is another, I cared too. Like I was constantly worried about if people were having a good time. I was basically like a travel agent getting people to and from the shot. Like I was doing everything for everyone. And like, again, if something kind of went sideways, like I was booking somebody's transportation the day before because it got messed. Like I was, while I was also like making gift bags. And because it's like, I mean, I had a wedding planner, but like it's, they're French. You know what I mean? It's, it's different Mm -hmm. than having a wedding planner here. So that we're, we are completely opposite and that's why you had a better time at your wedding than I did probably wait I didn't do gift bags I totally forgot that that's something that I should have done <laughs> well that's something I obsessed with but that I made like wedding merch and stuff so but that's like my love language do people even like wedding merch though do people want to receive a tea towel with your name on it it's your well, name not their name no because I made cool wedding merch <laughs> what did what was your wedding merch okay so I coined the weekend Chateau Van Monaco my last name is Vanek his name is Monaco and I'm like okay. I refuse to give up my last name completely so so it was Van Monaco and I made like, that was like the theme of it. So I made everything look like it was like hotel merch from like a chic oh. luxury resort. So the shirt said Chateau Van Monaco and like my logo. And then I made beach bags because we all went to Nice afterwards, like half of the wedding. We did like a buddy moon and went mm-hmm. to Nice. So which I was using their like wedding bags and we all wore our shirts together. And then back in the day, like when I had my clothing line, I made these like thick rubber bracelets that said like they're like emo bracelets. So uh. I made those for the wedding that said till death because like all of my friends are emo kids so it all I mean I'm sure that people threw shit out but like it was enough for people to like in the moment that it wasn't like Jack and Jared forever okay no I like that that's creative that's different yes. that's 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 special but yeah I don't need shit with other people's married names on it like no. I like I don't I don't need that so like if you're thinking of doing that don't no, like you think of think of something fun to give people that it was that was really creative. Also, I like how you said that you did a buddy moon. Yes, more people need to do that. Oh my god, it was the best thing ever. If if I hadn't had my daughter, I think we would have done that. I think we would have had our friends travel with us because like we're together alone all the time, and you can still have alone time with your significant other while you're on a buddy moon trip. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you're like, we have like unconventional lifestyles and like my husband obviously travels for a living. We're traveling all of the time. So I'm like, I don't need like another trip for us. Like what I care about is all of my favorite people are here together. If Mm -hmm. I only see them for the two days at the wedding, like that's not enough for all of the time and money we've spent to get here. Yeah. So that's why, I mean, it was just a time for me to like unwind and like try to de-stress, but then also just like party with my friends because... When else am I going to have everybody in one place? And it was so fun. I highly recommend it. That is so cool that you did that. So I want to I want to talk about... Now, this is serious business, okay? Okay. All right. This is the dilemma of the bride. Every bride is going to face this, this issue, okay? It's one of the most serious decisions <laughs> that you're going to have to make as a bride. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. You and I did two different... Two, we did separate things, okay? What? Every bride has to decide whether they're going to wear their hair up or down. Oh, my God. Well, you look the, good with your hair up. So do you. No, no the, amount, the amount of time that I spent, the hours, days, weeks I spent thinking about whether to wear my hair up or down. It's really? disgusting. Yes, it was disgusting because, you know, most of us feel prettier with our hair down. Yes. I, I feel prettier with my hair down. Oh, like I it, hide it just, behind my hair all the time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I hate when my hair is down because I mess with it. I fuck with it. I touch it. Like, yeah, I, like can never, I can never just let it 
I can never just live comfortably with my hair down. So I had to think, I was like, do I want to look better with my hair down or do I want to enjoy myself? And I decided on, I want to enjoy myself. I don't want to have to mess with my hair. I just want it to be done and that's it. And I can just have fun. I love that. But you wear your hair up often. Like you're not like a hair down girly all of the time, right? Because I don't, because I I fuck with it. it. Because I fuck with it. (laughs) But this is what, so my best, both of my best friends, one is a makeup artist, one is a hairstylist. So it was amazing because they did my hair and makeup for the day. But my hairstylist friend, she was like, your wedding day is not the time for you to try something new. Good so point. if you are a hair down girly, then you wear your hair down for the wedding. Like if you are comfortable with your hair up, then wear your hair up. Don't try a new updo that you've never done before or like something crazy because you're going to end up regretting it and hating it because you're not going to feel like yourself. I totally fucking agree with that. So how did you land on hair down? Well, Center part. I knew Center part, hair down, wavy. <laughs> because that is where I feel my most, most comfortable. But I did get really long extensions. Like that was my... Because I don't wear extensions anymore. But I was like, this is my moment that I can be like a little dramatic. But something mm-hmm. that I'm not... I didn't get them down to my butt crack. Like I got them, you know, like four inches longer than my hair. So I'm like, I can feel like an elevated version of myself. And totally. I wanted it like really tousled, wavy, like really pretty. But like I didn't feel like I was trying to be somebody else or doing like a weird version of me, I guess. No, I love that because you want to feel like yourself for for sure. When I decided to have my hair up, I was like, I want to do the, you know, Hailey Bieber, like middle part, a hair back, kind of a little bit of a messy bun. And then I like sat there with it and I'm like, you know what? Fuck all these people saying that the side part is out. No way. I was like, no, no, I look good. With a side part. I'm going to do the side part. And I remember just one day I texted my hair because my friend's a hairstylist. The, he did it too. He was yeah. also a guest at my wedding. Yeah. And I'm like, we're going to do this. I don't care if they say that the side part is out. I'm going to try and bring it back and we're going to do the side part. And I'm so happy that I did. No, I, I mean, listen, we are millennials. So the side part <laughs> is us. Like we can try to be middle part girlies all we want, but like we are the side part. But yeah, I love that. I think if you would have tr- done the Haley Bieber, I saw a TikTok where it's like trends that are going to d- age themselves. And I think that that is one of them. Like the slick back, like mm-hmm. looks like you have no hair kind of a thing. Like, especially yeah. for a wedding, it's very in the moment where it's like, of course you want your wedding pictures to kind of transcend time in a sense. You don't want them yes. to be like, that is obviously Absolutely. 2021. Totally. Like, <laughs> that would so, that. Yes, that was actually, that was like my main inspiration when I was planning like, okay, what do I want to look like at my wedding? I want people to be able to look back on those photos and not be able to, to, to tell what decade that was in. Like, I don't want anyone to know. I want people to be like, that could have been 1901. It could have been 2021. (laughs) You know, colored it so well. Yeah. No, I love that. I think that that's such a good because it's so easy to follow trends, especially now with like Instagram and everything is just like so heightened that it's like, again, it's not the time to try something new. Like just no. just to like kind of go with the classics with what works for you. Like don't definitely don't do a Hailey Bieber if you have never done it before because totally. that's going to look real weird. Were you tempted to try a crown? Because I was. A crown? <laughs> Did you have a veil? I had a veil. Yeah. But it was like a very, it was a long, but simple. It was the same uh, fabric as my, like the tool on my dress. Yeah. Uh, Like very simple veil. But I so badly, like I I went through like a good month of looking up crowns and I'm like, I mean, 
if I'm ever going to be able to wear a crown, this, is the time. this would be the moment. And then I just thought of everyone who would make fun of me <laughs> if I wore a crown. <laughs> but I feel like a crown would work for you. Like there's like a version it, that I could feel like it, it could work. If I, mean, if I you, had gotten you married. You would have made fun of, for sure. If I, if I had gotten married in like my mid-20s, maybe the crown could it could have been. I, I just, I, I've, too old, too many jokes would have been made. Here's the thing with a crown. Unless you are like a billionaire and that crown is like pure real diamonds, it's going to look janky. It's a good point. You know? But that, like, that, yeah, that's a really good point. Like, yeah, I'm looking on Etsy at like these like handmade fucking <laughs> crowns I was going to put on. Like, like 25 bucks purchase. Like, like, like cracks really, by the time it gets to you. Yeah. Then I like went through a phase where I was like, oh my God, what if I just like funk up my dress and do a giant bow instead of like in my hair instead of the veil? I am so glad that I didn't do any of those things that I'm yes. like, no, keep it classic, Perfect. keep it simple. And like now I look back at my photos and I'm like, God, I fucking nailed it. Like, I'm sorry, but I nailed my wedding look. You really did. I So I had a veil. It was as long as my train. So it was like a 30 foot veil. Immediately when I started walking down the aisle, a massive gust of wind took it. And it like, always does. And it was just like, <laughs> and you know, what's so funny. So my all looking at all of my videos from the wedding, I'm like, I feel I'm like, I look so fucking clunky. When I was doing like the first look with Jared, I, there's a video of me like from somebody else's perspective. I'm like, I look like I'm T-Rex walking over there. I'm like, I am not like graceful. I am not like that perfect bride. And I was talking on the podcast with Be Becca and Kelsey about it. And they're like, just because you put on a fancy dress does not mean you're going to change into a new person. And like, that's what happened with the veil coming off. Like my entire walk down the aisle was an absolute disaster. There was not even a moment of it where I was like, looked like really gorgeous. Like just like looking at the people I was like dealing with so much shit, but it's just so funny. Cause it's like, I don't know. I think sometimes you think thing you're going to be like the most ethereal bride ever, but it's like, you're still yourself. No, I agree. And also there's something to be said for when you are taking photos and doing video footage at the same time, that does not work. Like I put out a video of like, just like me in my dress, but I was like taking photos at the same time. It was for my wedding photos. Yeah. And like a lot of people commented that like, she's so awkward. She's so awkward. I'm like, you're correct. I'm but like I was posing for photos. So like, yes, I wasn't just living. So now I have advice for brides. It's like, do those, do that separately. Yeah. Do video separately from the photos because then you could just be natural in your videos. Well, that I had a, like a photographer, a videographer team that had worked together. I hired them separately, but they've worked together before. They're from Spain. They're amazing. And they were, they're both very cinematic. Like that's their mm -hmm. style. And they had me do things separately or else I would have been like so, so awkward. Yeah, no, I wish that I, yeah, I wish I would have done it separately because I look at some of your videos and like the one of you running. Oh, insane. Fuck you. Insane. Like, no, like fuck off. Like I am so annoyed that I didn't do that. I'm just like so irritated. Like I, I am in like my TikTok algorithm is like European weddings, like Still. old world vibe. Oh yeah. Like I love that kind of shit. Okay. Like I love, um, like dark academia aesthetic, like, you know, yes. all, like women running running in castles and like I can't believe that I had an opportunity to make a video like that and I didn't take it. I know. That was the one thing. There were so many things that I had missed like with photos and videos, but that was the one that I was like I fucking nailed it. 
Yeah. And like the song he put over it, I'm like, this man is a freaking genius. Like it's so, it makes me feel, I'm like, am I going to cry? I'm just like watching myself run through a, like a grass yeah. field for two seconds. Yeah, no, it was pretty amazing. Um, a lot of the time we don't have time to go to the grocery store. And even when we do, the groceries, like the, they don't have everything that you would want. You kind of just have to like take what they have. And that has always annoyed me. So I'm very thankful that I had discovered Thrive Market years and years ago, like back when I was like living alone in my apartment, I've been using Thrive Market. Okay, it's my go-to for so many of my grocery and household essentials because it is so convenient that I can just order everything online and get it shipped to my doorstep so quickly. Like even if you order something that is needs to be refrigerated, it comes in an insulated box. So like everything is just so fresh and it's so easy. I mean, it is so time consuming to go to the grocery store. And when they don't have that many options, it's honestly just annoying. What I love the most about Thrive Market is that they have so many filters that you can use. So say you're looking for a certain type of snack for your kid or like say your kid needs to have like gluten-free snacks that, that are sweet or this, whatever. You can put in all of the filters that you want and they'll display all the snacks that are exactly the way that you want. Because like when you go to the grocery, I don't know about you, but I feel really uncomfortable when I'm just like standing in the aisle, like right in front of something, reading all of the ingredients. I feel like people are like, get out of the way. I need to get my stuff too. And then I get insecure and I just like, don't do it. That's why Thrive Market makes it so much easier. Also, you save money every single time you grocery shop at Thrive Market. On average, I save over 30% every single time. And they have every single brand you could think of. My favorite is Annie's. I love Annie's everything. And that's where I get all my Annie stuff. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash straight up for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash straight up thrivemarket.com slash straight up. Um, another question I have for you, the yeah. photo of everyone in rainbow dresses. Yes. Was those, were those your bridesmaids or your guests? So I didn't have bridesmaids. Me because neither. Okay. I, again, I only had like 15 friends there. Yeah. So those were all of my best friends. I had a dress code of just like bright colors for the wedding. How did you word that in your invitation? Um, just like bright formals. And then I sent like some inspo. I actually stole it from my best friend that did my hair because she got married in Palm Springs at the Saguaro. That's like all bright. And she had a bright dress code. And I'm like, this is amazing. It uh -huh. makes everything feel so fun. And I was yeah. like, even at a chateau, it's kind of like juxtaposed because like everything is still like white and old and vintagey. Um, but everybody nailed it. And because I had so few guests, everybody were sending me their dresses and being like, is this one good? Like who's wearing purple? Okay. There's an orange dress left. And like, so everybody dressed in different colors. I love that you did that. And I love that you sent people inspiration. That's so psychotic of you. Oh, yeah. I wish that I would have enforced my dress code more, but was again, I was too chill. It was just what's black tie. I was just like black tie because I wanted everyone to have like their, I wanted everyone to look like they were going to like the Met Gala, take it down a few notches though. Do you know what I mean? Like have yeah. your moment. Like you we're at a villa in Italy in, in Rome that overlooks the entire city. Like have your fashion moment. Half the people did and half the people just like, wore their normal like regular like long gowns and I'm like come on guys I know I know it's hard you can't like really enforce it I mean one of my friends wore a short dress that I'm like I don't but I don't care about I'm like whatever it, it, that doesn't bother me and then my aunt wore Crocs so I was like this is no. I also love this no. she's like 
she's older and she has walking problems and like she's okay, fine <laughs> and like she couldn't wear a stiletto but it's actually so funny because i'm like oh my god that's so you wearing fucking crocs to a formal wedding like i love that for you um but like i didn't it's not like i was trying to it was going to bum me out in the day if it wasn't like super enforced. But I'm like, but if you're not wearing a bright color, you're not getting in this picture, unfortunately. So. Oh, okay. So that's something that uh, that brides can, they can do. They can, they can say, you don't have to follow these rules, but if you want to be in the group photo, <laughs> you, you should follow the dress code. I mean, it's, I don't, it's, it is what I like. I, I love that I did it, but like, also I really don't, really care like what people are wearing like no I do I do because I was looking at you know I've been making my wedding photo album it's taken me like uh, over a year and I look at all the background photos and I love the photos where people are in like where they this, this lilac amazing gown or like this gold shimmering one I'm like wow look at you just you ornament the photos yeah no that's true and especially like did everybody dress to the color like was it was it like black and gold no, I didn't say I didn't say you had to have a color. I just said oh. like dress the fuck up, people. That's what I said. Dress no. the fuck up. <laughs> no matter what, even if you give them literally guidelines, like people are gonna, they're still not gonna do it. That's just I life. Just, I don't understand. Like it's your one opportunity. Like weddings are like the one opportunity to like act like you are on a red carpet totally. to live out like your fashion fantasies. Like oh, yeah. weddings, weddings are it. Like why not take advantage of that and be extra? Oh, I know. I mean, that's how I feel. I plan my outfits for weddings like in forever in advance because I'm like, otherwise I'm in my sweatpants. So this is my moment to shine. Like these yes. three times a year, I'm going to fucking do it. Were you worried about someone dressing to uh, like, like stealing your, your shine, like no. with their dress? No, because I know, well, nobody would, but then, so my friend Bryn, she wore this bright blue like big tool gown and there were so many comments being like oh trying to steal like the spotlight from the from the bride but I'm like I don't as long as you're like I loved my dress and I thought my dress was like iconic in a sense that I'm like nobody's gonna steal my thunder like my train is longer than five of my friends like laid out straight so no matter <laughs> what I'm still gonna have it and also I wouldn't let my photographer really photo photograph anybody else to like <laughs> That's funny. I will. I felt the same way. I was like, no, I want people to be as extra as possible. My sister sent me her photo, like the dress options. And she like sent me one that was quite literally a wedding dress. Like it, she, it, but like, I was like, wear it, wear it. it. It was like so faint, like light, like pastels that like in some light, it looked like it could be white. But I'm like, when are you going to be? at a villa in Rome to like, you know, live your best life. So I was like, Georgie, yes, just wear the fucking wedding dress. I'm here for it. I yeah. love that for you. See, I would have killed somebody, but my, my <laughs> colors were bright. But that was the thing. I was like, I don't want anybody wearing any variation of something that could be mistakenly like a cream or a white. I was like, you are those bright purples and reds and whatever. And like, yeah. stay far away from me. <laughs> I like that you did that. Isn't it crazy that Gen Z, I feel like had had made us feel like weddings were chuggy and outdated. And then all of the sudden, Sophia Ritchie comes along and we're back. I know. Did you notice that? Did you feel that? 
Yeah. And I think she got married right before I did. And I'm like, oh, it was like a few months before. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so she is bringing the French chateau like on the map. I'm like, hers, I mean, that chateau she got married at, I'm like, had to have been millions of dollars. It was insane. Wasn't it like just like a full blown hotel? Like they rented out like the whole whole hotel or something? Yeah. And I think it's like one of the most expensive hotels in the South of France. Yeah. Totally. In Antibes. Um, I know. Well, Gen Z loves to hate on us for everything. I'm Isn't like, that's strange. Why is everybody hating on us? Boomers hate on us. Gen Z hates on us. Like, we're just trying to live and like, I know. afford a house. Like, millennials don't hate on anyone. No. But but everyone hates on us. It's like so bizarre. Because they're jealous of what? I don't know. <laughs> do, do we really think that Gen Z is jealous of us millennials? I don't. But it's like, we never hated on Gen X. No, we never know? did. And we only hate boomers because they like ruined the economy. <laughs> Or just like caused emotional issues, emotional distress, you know, yeah, the like ones that raised trauma. us. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but we don't like sit there making fun of boomers the no. way that I just couldn't believe that like all of the setting wedding, all of a sudden weddings aren't cool. I'm like, what What do you mean weddings aren't cool? You can't say that that a, a tradition that goes so far back is just like not cool and that it's chuggy. You can't say that. But they're like so anti. Like that's such like just a thing to be anti to be anti for. And also none of them were like old enough to get married yet. So it's easy to like hate on something that's like not on the horizon yet. But now that they're all getting married, I'm sure they're all doing God knows what. Totally. You know what it is? It's like they like to stand for something and like in the moment and they stand for it for like a good week and a half and then they flip flop. Oh, yeah. I love Gen Z, but you guys flip flop. You flip flop. (laughs) Do you have Gen Z listeners? I, you know what? I do. Really? Because I think that because of Scandaval, oh. like a whole new generation went back and watched Vanderpump Rules from yeah. the beginning. And so I get all of like these messages from Gen Z girls that are just like, oh, oh my God, mother. Oh my God, you're my like mother. Like, I love you. You're inspiration. And I'm like, what? My I'm mother 15. now. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, literally. But I love Gen Z, but I, they, they flip flop because the second that Sophia Richie had her wedding, all of a sudden they're like oh yes weddings are everything I know well and it's just it's like the the what is it the quiet luxury and like it's always just something but then it'll you know it's like the tumblr days are coming back and like everybody's gonna be wearing like fucked up like runny makeup soon it's just like it just goes back and forth all the time so I'm waiting for the shift don't you think that trends are like coming and going way faster than they used to yeah, but then nothing sticks either. Like there is some video that I saw on TikTok from like 20 years ago and everybody looks the same. Like there's no sense of style anymore. Like everything is homogenized. We're all just like a blob. All the generations dress the same. I dress like a Gen Zer. Like it's just, it's everything is just like smushed into one. Jack, I saw that exact TikTok last night. You that did? exact TikTok last night where they say this is a video of from 20 years ago. Yes. Why does it look like it's 2023? Because and nobody I'm like, has like any pr- and nobody has any style anymore or yeah, anything. Because like when you think about like, okay, let's say the 50s and then the 70s, that's 20 years. The style is so distinct and different. Yet right now we look the same way we did 20 years ago. Well, I know. I mean, 70s to 80s, 80s to 90s. And then you get to like the 2000s. I mean, I was an emo kid and my mom tells... Oh, I know. (laughs) I know. I've seen the pictures. (laughs) But my mom was telling me, she's like, the emo movement was like the last unique like never been done before sort of like uh like a not counterculture because it had nothing to do with counterculture, but like a little like niche... Yeah. Original movement. Like there hasn't been anything like that since then. You're so correct. I can't think of anything. 
Yeah, it's like, and because I think somebody commented on that video, they're like, it's because of streetwear, like streetwear was introduced and now it's too comfy. Like nobody is like dressing outside of their sweatpants, really. And it's, <sighs> it's kind of true. I mean, it's sad. No, it is sad. You know, as much as like I wear streetwear, I wear I'm wearing leggings and a sweater and Uggs right now. Like it, it is it is what it is. But I hate that I do it. I hate myself for it. I don't like that I'm living in a time where streetwear is it. I hate that when we, you know, we go out to dinner in Los Angeles, I don't put on a dress and heels anymore. Like I miss the like, like 2008 to like 2014. You mean when, when like, we were wearing like business casual to the clubs? <laughs> okay. I was wearing like, like mini dresses, you know, Bandage. like sparkles, bandage dresses. Like yes. you had to have a cocktail dress. Like I wore a cocktail mini dress anywhere I went at night. I know. I know. And now, I mean, I, and I do it too. It's just like jeans and like, maybe you have like a kind of nice top on, but it COVID ruined it. COVID was like the stamp and like the gravestone where it was just like, after that, it's too, what else? it's too much effort, but that's why I like weddings. Cause weddings I know. is the only time that you can go and like actually dress up and not feel like an idiot. Cause when you dress up like that, you feel like an idiot when you go out and everybody else is in jeans. I know. This is not the time we need to be alive. This sucks. How do we bring it back? How do we bring back dressing up? We need a new golden age. I know. I know. We need a renaissance, Shouldn't if you will. be coming after this depression? Like, isn't that like what happens? Like one would think. I remember reading like after COVID was like over, everyone was like, oh, we're about to like get into this new golden age. Yes. Where is it? Where the fuck is it? It's gone and nobody can afford to do anything. So we are just sitting in our sweats watching Netflix. That's true. That's true. Wait, have you followed the, um, what's her name? Madeline Brockway wedding I stuff? Did, okay. I saw, I vaguely did. It was happening when I was on tour with Jared and like, I can't keep up with anything, but it's, so she had that, she was a nobody, right? And then had like a $50 million wedding and then her husband got arrested. Is that what happened? Okay, so we'll let, first let's we'll leave the husband being arrested outside out of it first, and I'll okay. just tell you about the wedding. You okay, didn't go stalk. You didn't go stalk her TikTok. No, because I also like I'm over wedding content, so I actually like not interested in any wedding content. I'm I'm done with it. I was too obsessed with it that I had to like get it out of my system. Okay, um, tell me. So I have never seen anything like this. Okay, not only so she also got married at a chateau in France, but she had. Like everything about this was extravagant. She, at the Palais Gar Garnier, I never know how to say it, Opera House. That's yeah. where she had her rehearsal dinner. Okay. Insane. She had a dinner under the Arc de Triomphe. She had um, everyone go and stay the night at Versailles. So had a giant dinner at Versailles. She had a private like um, like arts and crafts session pretty much at the Chanel Haute Couture. Like, oh, lounge or whatever it was everything was so extreme and over the top that it just like was like who the fuck is this person and she was For, no, she had like no instagram she right was, no and she was not a famous not famous not well known at all for her bachelorette party she took her her friends on this trip to stay at this like really nice place in, in Utah and every night was themed and they did like they made a music video from each night and one of the main nights was Marie Antoinette's last Halloween theme oh, and that, that is so, your dream no like it, I, I got tagged so many times being like this is so Stasi coded and I'm like yeah yeah like I actually can't think of anything I would have loved more like Literally. Marie Antoinette's last fucking Halloween and that in and of itself looked like a wedding it was I've never seen anything oh. like it 59 million 
dollars. What does her dad do? He owned a bunch of Mercedes Benz dealerships, and I guess like he just sold a couple of them for like over one hundred fifty million dollars each or something. She, I, I don't know, I, I don't know, but stupid money, like stupid, <laughs> stupid money. money. And then I just saw a TikTok of someone being like, "How is this wedding worth fifty nine million dollars?" And I don't see any jewelry. Oh. Normally, that's where a lot of the budget, like yeah. where people. Like that's, you know, you got the big diamonds, like all of that. There was really like no jewelry. So what was all this money spent on? Did she have like insane florals? Because florals are also like, yeah, jacks up the price. Correct. So I, so now we can get to her husband. Yes. So she was blowing up and everyone's like, this person's going to be the next it girl. She's trying to follow in the steps of Sophia Richie. Yeah. It looked like she had a PR like game plan with her wedding. Like that was the point of the wedding to like make her an influencer. Right. Um, and she executed it well to, because like we all now know who she is okay, yes. because of this. Yes. Then all of a sudden, like 10 days later or whatever, she deletes her TikTok. And everyone's like, what the fuck's going on? So it turns out that her husband was arrested in March because the police were called overhearing gunshots wherever he was. He apparently fired at the police. No one was hurt, but he fired at the police. So he is facing life in prison. Insane. Insane. Like, like it couldn't be more insane. But like, Like, how did they not like... Think that you this was gonna, was gonna come out? You, yeah, like, like you, like how do you not right? Like what were you thinking? Putting your wedding out there? I understand. Like okay, still have the wedding of your dreams. Like if this is what you can afford and you want to spend your money on, but why are you trying to be an Instagram or like a, a, a social media influencer via your wedding if your husband's facing life in prison? Yeah, I mean if that, that was the plan, you had to know that like all of your skeletons are gonna come out of the closet. Like, yeah, that's and to, insane. And listen, to dress up like Marie Antoinette. It's just like, I mean, I love Marie Antoinette, but like if, when you're when when your husband's facing life in prison and like you have all this money to spend, it looks a little. Yeah, it wasn't the right. I just I, I wonder if her family is going to get him off. I mean, it's it's so fucked up, but I'm sure they're going to like f- pay somebody off as they do. <laughs> That's not fair. No, no. no like I, we should have married billionaires. I, Bo, I unfortunately <laughs> married for love. God damn it. It's so annoying. Thames. I cannot believe that you haven't like spiraled and like gone down this Madeline. Like by like, the time, by the time it was over, it was like by the time I got home that I could actually like sit and rot on TikTok. And I, I like missed the whole thing. Cause you know, that's like everything I love. It's true crime, wedding stuff, like mm-hmm. fall of influencers. I was like, yes, the fall of influencers. Wait, I keep seeing TikToks about the fall of influencers and it's scaring the shit out of me. I know. I think it's, more do we a, count? I mean, <laughs> we're more than just influencers, Stassi. Are we? Are we though? I mean, I mean like listen, I just, people, people, listen to us talk for an hour a week i think that's a little bit more than like i mean but i also don't know i'm also scared for my future like i'm never not scared for my future i'm like constantly like thinking about like okay like how do i make sure that i don't end up like jobless and living under the 101 like how how do i like what do we need to do everyone has a podcast nowadays so like that's not going to be good enough like what's the next thing how do we secure the rest of our lives because influencing isn't influencing anymore we need to come up with an invention I don't know what it is, mm-hmm. but it needs, we need to like discover something or like a, mm-hmm. just discover some new animal or like there has to be like, I don't know. Do you really feel like if we discovered an animal that like that would 
But that's do you like get what, paid for no, that? Here's the thing. It's like you got to become like a new influencer. Like you know all those influencers or the the that cruise, the Royal Caribbean cruise. Have you seen? Have you been on that side of TikTok? No. That's like a nine month cruise. No. What? It's insane. It just took off. It's nine months long. It was like $70,000 a person. And all these people are posting from it, but they're becoming influencers because they're Royal Caribbean cruise posters. Like you just have to find your new niche and then post about that. Or like the Squid Game people, the people on the Squid Game show. Like... Right. But like, you can't just discover a niche. I am who I am. <laughs> I know. Me too. I can't I my change niche it. was emo. <laughs> well, now <laughs> you're, you're also wedding niche. You, you might as well just like keep going with it. You might as well just lean in, maybe start consulting. Well, see, this is what I wanted to do. And your listeners, um, you have new listeners than who listen to the lady gang. So let me know if you like this idea. First of all, go look at my wedding and all of the things that I designed for my wedding. Because when I was doing this, I had a lot of people being like, Oh my God, you should like, you should design for other people. Like in my dream life, I would love to like design like creative direct weddings, if that mm-hmm. makes any sense. It makes 100% sense. And, yes. And not being like a wedding planner, because that's mm-hmm. logistics. And that's all the bullshit. Like, I mm-hmm. like I want to take people's Pinterest boards and like, uh, love letters that they've written to each other and their favorite playlists and like create these moments for weddings that as a create, if you're not a creative, you wouldn't be able to do yourself. Like that would be cool. Like create these gift bags, create the, what the napkins and the welcome sign are going to look like that aren't like cheesy and like, that's lame. it. That's your niche. That is your niche. That, and that, that. what a fun life to have creative directoring is always so much fun and like oh, yeah. I, I realize that like we we do it especially in our jobs all the time like anytime you have like a photo shoot or you have to come up with like artwork for something or or decorating something like you we creative direct our lives all the time so why not do it for weddings Jack you have an eye for it that I'm telling you I that would love could be to. a move. I know. Well, that's where I throw... I mean, I do all the creative stuff for Lady Gang and for anything that I do. So I'm like, it only... And I just love... Like, I love love and I love messaging and I love finding like those little like small moments that people would forget otherwise. Like, that's where I like find my joy. So I would love to do it. So if anybody's getting married out there and needs love help, that, let me know. Okay. Before I let you go, I want to know... Do you have a, a, a just one, if you could have one piece of advice and one like regret about your wedding, like to give to people who are planning their weddings right now, what would be the piece of advice and what would be something you wish you did differently? Okay. So my biggest piece of advice is something that Becca and Kelty bullied me into doing. And that was doing public vows. Now I... Wait, what's it? What does that mean? Like doing vows like in front, like at the altar. And sometimes I, people don't do that. No, Jared and I were going to do private vows because I I don't like being publicly vulnerable. It's like my biggest fear. So I'm like, this is the most vulnerable thing for like either of us to do. Like I wanted to do it privately and I didn't want everybody to like watch me do it. Well, can I, can I ask you like... Then what would just the ceremony have been? I don't understand. Well, that's so, a good question. I wasn't, I didn't think that far yet. Well, that's what they said too. They're like, dude, we're traveling halfway across the world. We can party with you wherever. Like we are coming here to like experience your love. So yeah. you better like let us experience your love a little bit. So, yeah. So we did. And I, I'm not half-assing anything. So I'm like, okay, if we're going to do public vows, like I'm going to do a fucking vow. So Jared and I both had like vows that were like eight minutes long. It was the only thing that we did at our ceremony because like we're not religious and we didn't yeah. have like people Same. speak or read poems. So Pretty, yeah. the ceremony was still only like 
20 minutes long, maybe. Um, and there was not a dry eye in that audience at all. Like we fucking killed it. And it was so emotional and it was so sweet. And I'm just, it's like my favorite part from our wedding. And I'm so glad that we got bullied into doing it. Cause some I, don't. I didn't know that people don't do that. I, I'd never heard of private vows before. I think, well, I mean, people will maybe go up there and do like the repeat after me's, but like maybe okay. not like, uh, but they don't know, do the spilling their heart out. Okay. No, we did the spilling the heart out. And like that, that was one of my favorite moments of my wedding too, but it's also the hardest to watch back. Really? Because Yeah. Because I am, we are so vulnerable that I'm just like, I, I like cringe. Yes. Like yes. I cringe at me and like, Oh my God, everyone witnessed this. Like everyone witnessed me saying all that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And I burped <laughs> in the middle of mine. Cause we did a fireball shot. Like everybody did a fireball shot before that. It was incredible. coming back up halfway through the vows. <laughs> Wait, how did you decide on fireball? We love Fireball. Like our friend group's friend group loves it. So we literally brought it with us. Like my parents packed 50 shots of Fireball in their suitcase because they don't sell it in France because it's trash and like only America would sell it. And so we all like everybody in the audience, we all did a Fireball shot before we did our vows. That is so fun. It was really fun. And I had Becca and Kelsey were like my Fireball girls instead of Flower Girls because we didn't have any kids at the wedding. So they like came down to... uh that song fireball i forget who sings it no it's one of my favorite songs pitbull Pitbull. (laughs) they're like dropping it low and handing out all the fireball shots it was like the first video that went viral for my wedding and i'm like for good reason it was amazing that like highly recommend a shot before your vows too Uh, that is hysterical that you did that first of all we walked away to an instrumental pitbull song so um i feel you on that and also instead of a wedding cake we did limoncello shots limoncino so limoncello good. and because we weren't I mean when I'm pregnant I'm a big cake person but like when I'm not pregnant I'm just like I'd rather have cheese like I don't really care I'd rather like drink my calories like than have Aperol spritzes so we did shots instead of of cake I love that nobody eats the cake anyways we had a quack and bush like the the French like little donut mm-hmm. thing because we have it came with our like our thing I'm like I guess I'll have it I don't I don't care for it but yeah and then we started we did the cake cutting song to uh Last Result by Papa Roach. Cut my life into pieces. Oh my God, that's so you. I know. Wait, that's so you. <laughs> oh my God, I love that for you. But that's the thing, you could do like things in your wedding like and make them yours while still doing like the traditional thing. Yes, you know what we did that made us ours? Our last song of the night was what? Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Oh my God, amazing. In May. Amazing. In May. In May, in Rome, and we're just like jamming out to Mariah Carey Christmas music because it was just like, that's that's us. That's we fucking love it. We no, love I, it. I love it. Well, we did karaoke <laughs> instead of dancing too because we like love karaoke. Oh my God, so karaoke is like literally one of my worst fears. Really? Yeah. It was my it was mine too and still I, until I actually started doing it and I only do 90s alternative songs or Linkin Park. Like I'm only doing like <laughs> songs that I can kind of like talk sing to. <laughs> <laughs> only like Linkin Park like yeah. I just no karaoke it's still out for me I I, I like what I can watch other people do it but even when I watch other people do it I start getting like nervous for them yeah like secondhand embarrassment I mean like listen, yeah I actually don't like doing it my like I hate when it's my turn but I love it like I think that there's nothing more fun than like going to a karaoke bar so I like I, I, I just do it for the fun. My husband feels the same way. And it's probably what we're going to devo- divorce over like one day oh, yeah. because I just won't go with him to <sighs> karaoke bars. Because you don't want to be pulled up. <laughs> Fuck no. Like no, I, it, it is a fear. 
absolutely not. And then like I, I like I just like imagine people like whipping out their phones when me being an asshole being like and refusing, which I will refuse. And I don't yeah. care how mean and bitchy I have to be. And then it goes viral and people are like, God, she's such a wet blanket. She's such a Debbie Downer. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. At a karaoke bar, I am a Debbie fucking downer. Listen, you can have you can have your thing. If you don't want to karaoke, <laughs> don't karaoke. But I I one day would love to force you. <laughs> Okay. What is your one thing that you would have done differently at your Uh, wedding? Okay. My biggest regret is probably not preparing enough for shot lists for my photographer because that is Mm -hmm. the one thing. So Mm -hmm. I didn't get like the shot, like the Instagram shot that I wanted to post on the day because I didn't give him the shot list of what it, what I wanted the shot to be. Like my photographer mm-hmm. again was very cinematic. He was very like documentary style, but like I wanted the one where like Jared and I were standing there in f- front of the florals, in front of the chateau, like just standing straight where you could see my dress, like nothing mm-hmm. crazy going on. Um, and we didn't get that shot. So that was something I melted down about like for a good two hours the day after the wedding. And then also we didn't get like, we didn't get, the shots with like parts of our family. Like I didn't, I was too busy doing everything else that I did not focus on like an actual shot list. And I regret that like tremendously. Okay. Well, so mine's a little similar to yours. Like I wish I got the traditional stuff. I got the traditional photos that we needed to get. I got like, I pumped it out like on my Instagram so that no one could get it out there first. Like I made sure like I regret that I didn't get enough like artsy fashion-y shots because I I love seeing that in other people's weddings. But again, I did have so much fun the whole day and I was relaxed and wasn't worried about anything. So I wonder if I would have been stressed about the fashion-y shots, if I would have had as good of a time as I did. Yeah, you would have. It's funny. Like, I feel like we're complete, like our experiences were totally opposite, but like, like, it's, it's so funny. I think I would have rather enjoyed it more. Yeah. (laughs) Well, listen, I loved following along to your wedding. I want you to do it again. (laughs) Um, Hope I don't. uh, We are um, European wedding girlies. Highly recommend you guys. It's not a bougie thing. I'm telling you, it's bougier to get married where you live. It's more expensive to do it where you live. And more often than not, when you have a destination wedding, your friends are like, yes, an excuse for me to like go to this country. Like I've always been wanting to go here and now I get to go with my friends. Yeah, they get to plan it, their own trip and have their own mini wedding in their own head. Like I love it. Totally. Well, thank you so much for thank doing this you. podcast. This was so fun. Like, I can't believe it's already been an hour. Um, I know, you, insane. You guys go follow Jack at Jack Vanek on Instagram. And she also has two podcasts, obviously on the Lady Gang. And you also have your true crime podcast. I know the first degree. You need to come on as a guest. That would be so fun. You have to come. It's so fun. How long have you been doing it? For like four years. It's been a long time. Fuck. Yeah. Good for you. I know. We need to talk all true crime shit. Yes. You know what? I don't want to like disappoint you, but ever since I had kids, I've fallen off a little bit. Really? I mean, I can yeah. see that. Obviously, it that gives, makes sense. It, like, I, I, I feel like I disappoint people when I'm like, I haven't seen a murder documentary in a really long time. They're like, what? But that's like your whole personality. I'm like, I had kids and now I'm scared. It's and now too I'm, real. It's, it's too so, real. It's so real. I get it. Ugh. But I still scary. love horror films. You know, I still have that part of me. Yeah, you need the but, fiction. You can't yeah. have a real life show. <laughs> um, thank you so much. This was so fun. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.